Welcome to the Empath Rising Podcast, where we are healing from narcissistic abuse with human design, tarot, and astrology. I'm your host, Raven Scott. Make sure to share this podcast with a friend, spread the love, spread the light, and subscribe. Okay, so let me know what I can help you with with your human design chart. Well, generally, I want to know all about it. I know a little bit, but not a ton. Going through a lot of really big life changes right now. The end of a 30-year partnership slash marriage and the business that we had together, maybe ending and I'll change it into a different form. There's just this wide open space of opportunity that I'm just trying to embrace and find, you know, a, a new way of living, a new I don't know. The essence of who I am is always going to be there. I know that. But, you know, it's like, you know, I was operating in a certain way because of just the relationship that I had and I've got kids and, you know, all, all the responsibilities around all of that and, you know, on and on. Yeah. Um, and it just seems like there's this this chance to have a, an opening or an, an opportunity to, to, you know, just discover something new, something different, you know, but what that is, is, is pretty wide open. <laughs> and I think it's also an opportunity as I turn 50 this year at the end of basically December 31st that, you know, there's this this change in just, you know, from where I was in my life and now I'm moving forward into a, a different sort of phase, if you will. Yeah, and a whole new chapter. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm taking it as an opportunity and looking forward to what I can potentially you know, bring into my world and all that. So I just wanted to, I want to be in flow. I want to find like, I'm going to be on maybe more on purpose and find more satisfaction in my life and all that. So there you go. Oh, I love it. Yes. And I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to share my screen so you can see your chart. So you are a generator. Yeah. Generator is somebody who has the energy to do. You have this red square is the sacral center. That is the center for the motor of having that energy to do. I'm sure you find yourself always exhausting yourself every day and getting a good night's sleep. If the generator doesn't, doesn't do all of their, you know, exhaust their energy and do all of the projects or things that they want to do, then you might find a hard time sleeping. Yeah. I'm not sure right now it's a, you're, you're busy with the home renovating. So I'm sure you are very busy <laughs> still with that, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, with helping our, like our clients through the the work that we, that I do. Yeah. With renovation stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's busy. Yeah. I'm very well aware of that. Yes. Keeps you on your toes, always putting out fires and making sure everything's going properly. Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of communication. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you have this profile of one three, which is the investigator and the three is the martyr. So that is somebody who lives life through experiences, uh, lives life through what you may say trial and error, but nothing's ever an error because you're always learning a lesson through it. And that's your subconscious operating underneath. And your conscious is like, okay, uh, we've I've got this new interest. I have this new project I have. Now I need to dive into all the details, which is actually probably very good for that sort of business, but it can transpire into anything. 
right? Like before you take a trip or you travel, you're investigating and you're making sure you have all your ducks in a row. Is that right? And you're like, am I prepared? I, I, I just booked a trip yesterday. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I did like a bunch of due diligence on it. It's hilarious. Yes. It's just that. And that's who you are, the due diligence versus someone who's just like books a ticket and be like, all right, I'm just going to wing it. We're going to go wherever. You're like, no, winging it is not your style. Well, you know, I, I'm happy to wing it from time to time, but on a trip that's significant, like the one I've just done, like I, yeah. And yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but we're going to get into the needs if I start talking about this. Let's just move on. Um, exactly. We'll get into the details. Because but I do, exactly. I do find that like my attention, I get super focused on something. Yeah. And I dive into it and to the point where I'm I'm satisfied or I get filled up. And then it's like, okay, now it's the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. So like, like, I also host a podcast and I'm a renovation contractor and I'm a mom and, you know, like all, all these different things. And yeah. I, I network a lot and like all that stuff. So always. <laughs> yes. What is your podcast that you host? Let's give a shout out to it. Oh, it's called All Things Renovation. Nice. So yeah, we talk about basically anything to do with renovation. And right now the focus of my series is women in trades. So I'm interviewing a whole bunch of women who are in the trade sector. And this is my way of sort of reaching out, giving back, trying to encourage maybe other women or other men as well, or however you identify yeah. to trades as a viable career because we have such a skilled worker shortage. And the goal is to have 365 women on the show and maybe turn it into a book that's like a 365 days of women in trade yeah. have like about their stories so that's sort of my off the side of my desk thing but I love it because I get to talk to so many really interesting women yeah absolutely you know it's funny I'm just going over to my notes that I've took because that is part of your theme is inspiring others it, it really is like this you also provoke others but you inspire others to, and maybe that the pro provocation is exactly what you need. It's like there are not enough, you know, women in the trade, being, you know, being trades. And you're kind of provoking that within the awareness of the community of renovation. It's like, hey, like this needs to change. There's not enough. Like there needs to be more equality. So, yeah, yeah. that is that is right up your alley of this right angled cross of tension. Yeah. I also provide a, bursary at uh, BCIT every year as well for women who are going into the foundations program and they need a little bit of financial support. So anyway. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, you're doing amazing work. And that might be your trajectory, right, to this new chapter is being more of that mentor because I saw a lot of your energy within your root and your channels here, being a mentor, being someone who can cut to the quick, giving advice, like knowing what is needed. So this this incarnation cross of tension here is all about it's like think about a violin or a guitar. Like you have to have beautiful for beautiful music, you need tension and yeah. it can be uncomfortable to tighten the strings, you know, like, especially within our human psyche, when the ego is, you know, on guard and we don't want to be tightened. And that probably is what you experienced in your relationship that is, is ending. And so it's a, it can be a really triggering thing and it can be a really good thing. So the key for you is to use your strategy, which we'll get into because you are a generator to respond 
in order to have the right opportunities for people to receive your mentorship, for your advice and your like, I see what's missing. I see what's out of tune. And I'd love to share that with you. But if you just share it and no one's, you know, and it's not in response, they're not looking for it. It's not kind of like a an energy. It's unsolicited at that point, right? Huh? Unsolicited. It's unsolicited. Right. Exactly. So unsolicited, which most times unsolicited advice is never received. But that's the wisdom behind this strategy of to respond is when you're responding to things and things fall into your your sphere, you're like, oh, yeah, I can help with that. Let me respond to that, you know, and and so and so forth. So that's that's the flow. That's the magic of your energy is to respond. So out of curiosity, if an opportunity sort of crosses my path, how do I assess it from a human design perspective? Your inner authority. So you're going to take a look at how to ask yourself a yes or no question and feel it in your gut because your inner authority is sacral. And the sacral inner authority is something that you have. I don't know how to describe it. You feel it in your gut. You so, it, But it's the yes or no question. So let's say an opportunity comes your way. You're like, should I jump into this? Is this something that seems like a good fit for me or that I would like to do that would that would shine your your, you know, your wisdom and your mentorship? Is this something great? And then you would say that's a that's a yes or no question. So then if it's a yes. You'll feel it in your gut, kind of light and excited and up from your gut. If you start practicing this every day, this yes or no questions to yourself, you will hear almost like a humming and then it'll come up through your throat and you'll be like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah. Or if it's a no, like your gut will drop and I'm like, no. And then if it's like a maybe let me think about it, which you can still do, you can kind of test your gut again in another like 24 hours or so, just reassess it because you do have an open will center. So you want to make sure you're not jumping on the bandwagon of someone else real quick because you may feel good about it. Like, oh, yeah, because you have an open will center amplifying their excitement or their agenda. So give yourself time. And if it's a hmm, I don't know. And you can't really feel for sure what you're feeling in your gut, then yeah, give it 24 hours and ask yourself the same question, yes or no, especially with them out of your aura. Like mm-hmm. just have your own alone time and then that will give your gut clarity. Okay. Yeah, because there's something that kind of crossed my path the other day and I, it feels right, but at the same time, I, I don't know. It's like one of those. Ugh. Yeah. And also you have that, that profile one. So you're like, yeah, but let me like research and make sure, like, let me really investigate it to make sure it's good, which you can do because through your investigation and your, your research about it, then you'll feel, yeah. Then you'll be able to feel it in your gut. Like, oh yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's an opportunity maybe to buy another business. So that's sort of what I'm. Yeah. You look. Now, I notice, I mean, I'm, I might be hijacking this conversation and you can just tell me. No, like, please drive it because there's so much I could talk about. So I want to talk about what you want to in our short time. So I see like there's a whole bunch of like numbers and stuff and like there's a bunch of triangles and squares and a lot of it is like white. And and then yeah. there's yellow and like the middle and the sacral. And, like So all these white areas, like you just mentioned the. The wheel center, the small little triangle. 
that mm-hmm. is white is wide open. Does that mean all the other ones? Like what are all the other? Whenever there's a center white, yes. So your your head and your ashna, the top two triangles, that's like receiving information, ideas, and then processing it. Those are white. So anytime the throat as well, all of these white centers, these are what I call amplifiers. Well, that's what they call it really in the human design. It's something that you receiving the energy and you receive it in a variety of ways, depending on who you're around. Now, okay. conversely, the the colored in centers are your defined centers. So therefore, this is something that is consistent within yourself, like your theme. So you always experience yourself, Brandy, as uh, in your state of love consistently. It's not like you experience multiple different brandies and you kind of morph and chameleon depending on who you're around because this yellow is an identity center. It's connected to who you are, your sense of self-worth and your self-love. Your your spleen center is defined. You're always in a constant state of just uh, strength in survival. This is regarding like survival, immune system, and things like that. Your root down here also is a motor that's connected to like when to do things like you have a very it's in a cycle a motor like you do things you're not always in a hurried frenzied rush like you do things when it's the right timing and then you don't do things and you rest you know it's like you have a very nice cycle um so these are consistent so for instance if someone around you um has a defined head center or even they can have an undefined head center the head is where you're receiving ideas so if you go out in public you're going to be like having a flood of all these different ideas and inspiration, which could be really wonderful and exciting. And like you want that rush, but you also have to be careful that you're not like now applying that new idea that you got because that might have been someone else's. Like you're just amplifying it. It may not really truly be for you. And that's why always going back to your inner authority. It's like, oh, wait, but is that really for me? And they're like, oh, no, actually, no, that was just a really cool idea in the moment, you know? Yeah. So then all the numbers inside each center are related to gates in the human design mandala, which connect to an I Ching symbol. And they all lie, you know, lie in a zodiac, like the zodiacal chart. Okay. And, it, and they all will always be in the same exact spot in every single person's chart. But every single person chart will have a different variation of numbers circled or defined. So that's very similar to a colored in ch- center. So you have, okay. let's just say, for instance, 10, 13, and 15 here in your yellow diamond, your identity center. Those are all defined. And then we would go over to your the list of numbers here. And it's like, okay, 10. 10 is next to your north node. So then we would take a look at, like, what is your soul's? desire to evolve into let's go look at that gate and that theme and that can help pinpoint a bit more about like what you should what you should or what you normally do sometimes it's just a recognition like yeah I know I do that right in the black because that's your conscious in the red over here let's say 48 you have defined in your spleen center your sun is in your subconscious right kind of like the the back in the background, we're not really as conscious about it, but this is also part of our personality. That's in gate 48. So what, what's gate 48 and what's gate 10? Let's take a look. So gate, I have gate 38 pulled up here because that was your conscious son. Okay. So this is my book that is coming out in December. I've written about every single gate 
fear in the book. So, yes, gate 48 is the gate of de- the depth, the well in the I Ching, it's called, and it is in the Libra. So, this is your subconscious. This is 88 days before you were born. And I also have the gene keys here, which I think are, are really helpful because every single gate has some type of evolutionary growth, right? Like emotional growth that we can develop through. So the shadow of this gate, if you're operating in your unconscious ego about it, is you have a fear of inadequacy, which relates to your investigating everything to make sure you've got all your ducks in the row because you're not going to be inadequate. Like that's kind of what's churning that fear. But the gift here in the lesson is resourcefulness, right? Knowing all the information, having the resourcefulness to figure out a solution, to know that, you know, I am confident. I can do this. I am not inadequate. <laughs> That's hilarious. Be <laughs> all like, oh my gosh. No, I say, I, I say, I, I mean, that's part of what my job is, right? Is yes. Like figure shit out all of the <laughs> yes, time. Yes, all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You have that innate talent already. That's why you're so good at that. And then the enlightenment is the wisdom. So that's like kind of the moving through the resourcefulness and moving into your mentorship and like having to be resourceful so many years. Now you have the wisdom behind it, right? It's like the wisdom. Well, and I often, I mean, I tell my kids and everything too, like I'm a seeker of wisdom. Yes. And I've said that like, like all the time. Like it's, it's you that. are. And the one, three profile, that combo is exactly that. It, they are the, the most pro people prone to seeking like spiritual enlightenment or spiritual wisdom that one three combo cool. yeah yeah okay and you said that oh so you want to go through this more or did you want to go back to my sun sign that you had pulled up earlier no let's go back to your sun sign actually a 38 is your conscious sun sign those and those are just the biggest ones right just like in astrology like your personality is shines the most through your sun sign but you have aspects all throughout your chart through the other gates too so the fighter, thir- gate 38, your conscious sun is the fighter. The I Ching is opposition in astrology. Your sun sign is in Capricorns. And the gene key shadow of this is struggle. And that's why I looked up your channels, because you do have the channel of struggle in your chart highlighted, which is something where you learn life and you gain your wisdom through the right kinds of struggle. Sometimes it might not feel like it's the right kind of struggle. Sometimes it sucks that you're struggling, but that is uh, a major theme of yours. The lesson is the perseverance and the enlightenment is honor. And so you mentioned that the, there was a line or something that has struggle in it. Which one is? Yeah. So between your spleen center, the triangle that's colored in on the left down to the root center that's brown, you actually have your entire you've got a whole bunch of channels connected there all of them between these two not all but three so again we're talking about intuition is in the spleen your survival your immune system connected to your root center which is the doing energy the adrenal glands um you know that again that feeling of like self-worth you have that consistent within you you don't have to prove yourself you just do whatever needs to get done in the right timing when it gets done. There's no stress behind it. So when you have this here, 38 to 28, this, this, these two gates are connected. 
They're connecting the centers. That's called a channel. Why are some of them black, red, and then striped? The black is the conscious. So it's over here on the conscious side. The red why? is the unconscious. So sometimes... Wait, why is that? You have uh, both of them there. So gate 18 is over here in your unconscious and Pluto, as well as Pluto. Because Pluto is slow moving. So it's, it's in the same... It didn't move into another gate within those 88 days. So, so then the, on the other side, only half of the line is colored. Because is that because the other triangle is white? Yeah, it's white. And you could, have, you could have a channel with a white center, but you don't have any of those gates defined, meaning the planets were not in those gates when you were born or 88 days before you were born. So these we call a hanging gate. So a lot of times... We will find somebody else in, in a hanging gate that we really need fulfilled through somebody else. Like, let's say your partner or th something like that. They may have their solar plexus defined. They may have 49 defined. And then that connects and makes a channel when you guys are together, which can make, you know, you feel really good. So the gate of 2838 struggle, like I said, was... The gate of uh, like learning life, gaining your wisdom through the appropriate struggle, you are designed to evolve through struggle and experience. So people with this energy usually take their lessons of survival and value of life and share it with others. So it, like I was talking about, maybe it evolves into a mentorship or a coaching position in the field you have expertise in. Or maybe it morphs into something more like an emotional type of a coach or mentor through you know going through whatever separation like a divorce coach or something like that it doesn't have to but whatever whatever feels right for your sacral that's your path and you're designed here to now share your wisdom that you've experienced through your struggles yeah I, I, there's an element of like in a lot of other bits and pieces i've done and different you know things with like my natal chart and this and that and the other. Yeah. Uh, there's always this uh, element of healing that comes through as part of my makeup as well. So mm -hmm. I two together would be a little bit interesting, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't pull your natal chart up, but typically if you have whatever planets you have in your 12th and your ninth house are those, I'm still experimenting and researching on that, but the, that seems to be like, ooh, those are highlights of where we need to heal those planets. Well, I mean, I guess it, it comes through as like that I am the healer mm -hmm. or that it is something that I could have uh, considered doing as a career. So it's interesting yeah. what you're talking about human design is also, I mean, it's all connected. I mean, I get it. It, but... is, it is all connected. Yeah. And the way that you have, like I said, your incarnation cross of tension you you can be that healer and i i have to share with you you, you share that same incarnation cross with princess diana so just think of like how she exuded her theme in her life the dalai lama like that's pretty incredible that's <laughs> his incarnation cross he's very spiritual and ironically tom cruise so you've got those three it's really always the the purpose is to provide tension so that life around you stays in tune. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And then you have that channel 18 to 58. 
which is also there. So what's 18, that one? 18 to 58 here from the root and the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. The spleen. I'm sorry. You have a white solar plexus. Yeah, your spleen. It's called judgment, 1858. So that contains the intuitive energy, which is definitely part of your identification of that healer. It contains the intuitive energy to make things correct in order to create a perfect expression of the joy of life. Yeah, 30, other, go ahead. The other one that's connected is 32 to 54. Yes, that one's transformation. I would say that's definitely another healer. Energy is integrity is a big theme. So this one's not connected to the throat, so you can't talk about it. It's just you being like, that's it, right? But so it's always striving for recognition because it's it's hard to express it. But the sense of this one also has a transformation to drive or initiate business, right? The sense of pushing through and having that dedication day in and day out to get whatever needs to get done, done, you have that. So the fulfillment of your dreams can and will happen if you let the universe handle the details, which I know can be hard for you as an investigator, (laughs) but that's the evolution. And then honor your energy to incubate your dreams and only share with those who value that dream. Mm. Yep. Cherish that. The other thing that I really loved, I saw here is 34 to 10. So you have 34 in your sacral and it goes up into the 10 in the yellow identity center, which is all about identity, self-love. It is like where the magnetic monopole is contained in order to connect with other people, to exude that heart center. So when you have that channel defined, that channel is called exploration. It connects power, the channel of power, to the channel of self-love. So through responding to people, you are able to act in your power correctly just through pure empowerment. You're able to empower others through just your love, through your being and responding to people. And I see that very much in that project you just described, you know, bringing together all of the, the female empowerment in the trade. Interesting. So I see on each side of the personality and the design, conscious, unconscious, that there's little arrows down or one pointing up at the 28.2. What what do the little arrows mean on each side there? No, the ones that are. Yeah, the red ones and then the gray ones, like on the side of the head. Actually, in the column at 36.4, there's like a little triangle. Oh, inside the column next to this. So that means that there's a detriment, like, you know, in astrology, if you have like a square or an opposition, it's kind of like, like you got to you got some struggles there. That's what that means is there's a this planet is in detriment here connected to an aspect in the astrology chart. Your Pluto, which also is a planet of healing, your Venus and the moon. Uh, I don't I don't know that, the aspects in your chart. I have to take a look. But then you also have this up arrow is an exaltation. Like, so either 28 
in your chart here, Mercury is in a really happy place. Maybe it's in Virgo or I don't, like I said, I don't know what your chart looks like, but it's in a really nice or it's in a trine, like it's exalted. So subconsciously, let's just say there's a lot of communication in your job. Subconsciously, yes, like you are a very good communicator and your Mercury is happy there. Now, on the other side, it says Venus, there's a, a, a down. Now, a Venus, isn't Venus to do with love? Yes, yes. Venus is to do with money, love, beauty. It doesn't mean that you're not good at what you're doing in, in your job as, you know, a renovator at all. It just maybe there's some struggles there. Like you had mentioned, you are in the next chapter on your own and there were struggles in your marriage. I mean, this, this doesn't really give me much here with the triangle. It just, you know, talks about if we go into gate 19, I guess that might give us more information. Wanting. I still. So gate 19 is wanting. In the I Ching, it is approach. And it is connected to the astrology energy Aquarius. So this, this down arrow points to the shadow, the struggle of codependency. The gift in this lesson here is the sensitivity and the enlightenment is sacrifice. So wanting is like always wanting more, like never enough, never enough, which can in the shadow, right, leads to codependency on money or career, the person you're with, like whatever it is for that, you know, you. That could have been the case when you were younger. Now that you're in your new chapter, maybe older and you're, wiser. Yeah, you're older and wiser. So you're not codependent on him anymore. Yeah. So it's approach. This really symbolizes the idea of approaching a goal or desire with determination and focus. Yep. Desires and ambitions. So focusing, determination, magnetism, goal oriented. Yeah, driven by wanting. So really, it's like the sacrifice I see the ultimate uh, gift here is, you know, like when you're wanting something, you're pushing, pushing, pushing so hard, but all you have to do, like, but you're still pushing against like whatever that block is energetically. But then all you have to do is just kind of lay, open up your hands and be like, okay, let go. Like, I'm just going to let the universe okay, like take the details. I let go. And then... Oof, something pops in your lap the next day you're like or the next hour you're like oh my gosh like all i need to do is let go <laughs> right that's that's what i see here in this gate very cool yeah so we have five more minutes left you let me know if there's one last question i can answer for you here in the chart we answer your original question how to better approach the next season of my life in all areas to be wholly fulfilled. Yeah, I guess I, it, there's been some validation here of what I already kind of feel or know about myself. And it's, there's, for me, there's, again, this, that seeking of, of knowledge of wisdom around who I am and, and all of that. I've been on this path for a little while and, and, you know, when, when someone else or other people in your life or maybe reflecting back to you different things and you're like yeah but this is just who I am or how I am and making you doubt like maybe I shouldn't be like that or whatever and it's like you know I don't have a fighting chance to be any different than what I am and there's some validation in that and the human design component I hadn't really done a lot of investigation around and I was curious about but you know I pulled up the chart and I don't know what any of those things mean and I did a little dabbling of like what the numbers mean all that kind of stuff but i you know i 
didn't spend enough time on it to become an expert, obviously. <laughs> but a lot. Yeah, I guess I just I'm always just sort of interested in, you know, how best to move forward with things. It's that sort of that seeking the wisdom and whatever. And I yeah. often make decisions from my gut. If it yeah. feels right, do it or whatever. And, you know, if something twigs me in during the day or whatever, like somebody in my mind or a client or whatever, I'm like, oh, I, and if I don't reach out or communicate to them or a friend or whatever, oftentimes that person will pop into my inbox or a text message or whatever. I'm like, oh, I should have like, <laughs> my body was telling me I needed to, to do something or, you know, whatever, or even like, a, yeah, something like there's a, a project we have and all of a sudden something will pop in my mind. I'm like, yeah, that that's going to be a problem. I have to make sure I, you know, investigate that or, or make sure that that, that part of the project is going to go well because something in me just says, oh, this is maybe going to be a problem. So like, pay attention. Yeah. And I find anytime I, I'm not paying attention, that's when stuff goes sideways. Mm-hmm. As soon as I like, okay, yes, I'm acknowledging something's like twigging me and then I deal with it. It's like, then it's fine. That's so good. Yeah. Because you have that consistent spleen center of intuition. You have the sacral. You're like, oh, got to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I think for you, it's really just tuning into your mentorship, you know, moving forward in your next chapter and then listening to your sacral, continuing to listen to your sacral, <laughs> practicing not to ignore it to move forward and in, into, you know, what, what that tension can look like in life, right? To bring empowerment and love. So speaking of love, is there anywhere on there that talks about who or what or when I should consider a new partner? No, <laughs> it doesn't give us that many specifics, but I would say follow your inner authority for when that comes along your way if it feels light and it feels good or if it feels heavy or kind of like I don't know yeah you and also to take your time because with that open will center they may come in depending if they're toxic well I know they will if they're toxic they're gonna come in and they're gonna sweep you off your feet and be super love balmy and you'll be like oh my gosh this is so exciting and you're like on the bandwagon and you're riding it but that can not be good because you're not listening to your sacral, right? It's like the distraction and amplifying in the will center and that agenda is distracting from what your sacral feels. And if that's right. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. (laughs) And you mentioned that you're writing a book or something. Yes. I just finished editing it. Every time I was pulling up those gates, that's the book. It's called Empath Sky to Rising Strong with Human Design. And so I have a whole bunch of all the gates in there, everything about how to understand your human design chart is in there. And then before that, I share some moon rituals and the tale of Inanna, which I think is really cool. So that'll be launching in December. But if you want to join the review team, then that I have the page already up and ready for you to receive the book. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So I'll send you that link to join the team. Fantastic. Cool. But this was fantastic. (laughs) okay sounds good thank you bye bye 
Thank you so much for joining us on this enlightened episode here, the Empath Rising podcast. It would mean the world to us and actually add to the success of this podcast if you shared it with a friend, share it on your socials, and tag me at Raven Scott Show. To continue your journey towards self-discovery and healing, don't forget to grab your free human design chart. It's personalized roadmap to understanding your unique energy blueprint at ravenscott.show. And for an even deeper insights into your empathic nature and relationships, be sure to listen to the Empath and the Narcissist Audible book, or you can grab your paperback. It is a profound exploration of my specific journey and healing, providing you with tools for healing as well. And an exclusive offer here for you, just for you, you empathic community here in the podcast. You can now get your personalized human design chart reading for only $50. If you click the link in the show notes, head over to the episode page. It's an invaluable opportunity to gain clarity and guidance on your life path and areas that you can focus on to guard yourself up against the narcissist. And if you'd like to learn more about how to read your chart and the human design gate transits, I also have an invaluable offer to get immediate access to our exclusive podcast content for a limited time price at $19.99. This is your chance to take control of your healing process, to gain clarity, and to unleash your true potential. So simply click the link to the show notes and Simply click the link in the show notes to the episode page and you will find the link there to join the membership to gain exclusive human design content directly to your podcast feed wherever you're listening. You'll get an email. It'll send you that RSS feed that you can copy and paste and follow. It's so simple and you don't have to download any other apps. So join now and listen to the exclusive information and gain your roadmap on how to understand your human design chart, as well as starting to understand each of the human design gates as they transit. Remember, I'm here to support you. Your empathic ability is your uniqueness. So keep your empathic light shining brightly and let human design be your guiding star on your journey to healing and self-discovery. I'm here to support you at every step of the way. And on the episode page, you can participate in the poll question I've posted so we can create a community amongst ourselves on the website, as well as leave a reply of your thoughts and your questions regarding today's episode. So all of that is in the one link in the show notes. Head on over to the episode page. Until next time, keep your unique light shining. Swear I won't forget this, why do I regret this? In my mind reckless, thoughts are feeling endless Sitting up I'm breathless, anxiety's infectious I feel so defenseless, betrayed and embarrassed I hate being open, I hate being broken I feel like an ocean filled up with emotion Anger ain't a potion, rub it on like lotion I can feel it soaking, reopen, the scars have awoken I can't move on till I let go I feel so lost now Never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let go, I can't move on till I let go, I feel so lost, never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let go.
every breath of Cause I can't move on till I let go